This is the MD's Fantasy Football Show with Dan Mader. Giving you the X's and O's of all things fantasy. We got the Cincinnati Bengals on the road taking on the San Francisco 49ers. I actually meant to look to see if this line had been updated because of the Brock Purdy news earlier. Uh, because it was... No, I can't be right. Uh, it was five and a half in favor of San Francisco with a 45 and a half over under. I'm still trying to find it. It's now three and a half. That makes more sense. Three and a half for San Francisco and a 43 and a half over under. So I don't know how no one caught this, but here. So as a 49ers fan, this is what I'm telling myself. I'm telling myself that Brock Purdy slipped, fell on a banana peel, gave himself a concussion at halftime, which explains why he played so well in the first half and then so terribly in the second half. And I'm just going to tell myself that to make me feel better about what happened on Monday night. Uh, it is going to be Sam Darnold season. It begins. Shanahan Woo! gets all he wants about Purdy has enough time to clear concussion protocol. It's a short controversy. week. We haven't seen players. Yeah, we're getting like capital. We've seen players come back the following week from concussion. Yeah, um, I, I hope you guys are being facetious because I'm. Gonna... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah see, so yeah, the Sam Darnold's going to come in. They have the bye week next week, coming off a bad loss. It's a tough match against Cincinnati. He's had the bye week and looking to turn their season around. It's an interesting game, and I'm not going to bet on it for for that reason. I know Cincinnati has been two and four against the spread. San Francisco four two and one against the spread this season. This is a game I can see going a lot of different directions. Now, having said that, from a fantasy standpoint, uh, Joe Burrow and playing him as a top ten quarterback. If you have him, I think you have to play him. And I think seeing Kirk Cousins go off gives you a little bit of a hope or, or confidence that you can play him and still expect a top ten performance. Uh, Sam Darnold, Chris, I'll ask you this. I have him as QB 18, okay? So I'm not streaming him. But if you've been having Brock Purdy as your main quarterback, and depending upon what your options are, do you think Darnold is a streamable option if Purdy's been your number one, or are you looking somewhere else? I'm looking somewhere else. I don't have the balls to play Sam Darnold, <laughs> to be honest. I mean, I'll be right up front with that. I wouldn't have had the balls to play Daniel Jones last year, um, who finished RB, you know, QB 9. So, yep. But what I do know is when guys use their legs, we know that's the cheat code. We know that gives you a floor. Um, I've seen stranger things happen this year. I've seen Gardner Minshew just become one of the best quarterbacks last year scoring, or last week I should say scoring. I've seen different guys, you know, that should never be top-tier quarterbacks have good games this year. So, I mean, look what Jordan Love was doing to begin this season. Um, I, I, Dan, I, I scoff at this because I feel like you know, you're a 49ers fan on this, and, and we talk a lot about this team off the air about how what they do. I almost feel like this is where we get to see the big turning in San Francisco, and Sam Darnold becomes the man. No, as he ignites his offense with his legs, and he can't go back because he brings that Trey Lance aspect of the legs. Absolutely, he has the arm strength of Brock Purdy. What Trey he, Lance he, aspect? He, what did he? The legs. That's what, they, that's what everybody wanted for training. He opens up the offense for Kyle Shanahan. He is multiple. Like three, yeah, three times in college, out. maybe. Yeah. Uh, well, Dar- well, wait a minute, Chase. I'll, I'll, no, I'll no, follow no. you back on that one a little bit because in Carolina, his first year, he was oh, actually like a yeah. top-ten quarterback because he was rushing in so many touchdowns. Like, yeah. He's not immobile. They didn't he, have, well, yeah. Daniel I, he's Jones, not Dan, thank you for sticking up. Daniel Jones, Chase, I'm telling you, like while 
he's not going to be like, we're not looking at Lamar Jackson rushing or Anthony Richardson rushing. You're looking at a guy who's going to run the ball pretty consistently because that's what he does well. That's about the only thing he does well. This is a good question here from Rich. Uh, start His starting quarterback is Tua. Should I trade or bench trade bench Joe Burrow for Justin his, Jefferson? His quarterback, his backup quarterback is Joe Burrow. Should he trade him for Je- Justin Jefferson? I mean, I would trade anything for Justin Jefferson yeah. if you think he's going to play this year. I don't. So therefore, all, you're not in a super like, standard league. So yeah. 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 You, did, you don't you don't have to worry about it. You don't have you've got Tua and you can stream someone week ten. Yeah. Yeah, that's a crazy upside, I think. Yeah. I mean I'd take the risk personally. Like I said, I don't think you're I don't think Jefferson does come back this year. I mean, Minnesota winning does make that more of a possibility than it was previously before. Uh, but even if he doesn't, I'm still gonna take the upside in this deal. That was I good. like Tua over Burrow rest of season. If you trade Tua in, if you trade Tua instead of Burrow, Burrow doesn't have a bye week, you're set to go. If you trade Burrow, you're gonna have to stream someone week 10, but you've still got two startable top 10 quarterbacks for the rest of the season. You don't need two of them. If you, you want to trade one of them for Justin Jefferson for that chance, I'm all for it. You don't need two of them. I was just gonna see either number one overall pick for most drafts would be at least top yeah. three. And then you have two quarterbacks who didn't go to a how late round. I mean, Joe Burrow went a little early, maybe fifth round, the highest. No matter where they went, you've got two top ten quarterbacks. So I'm just saying the yeah. draft capital, what you can get back for upside, the best one, of the best players you could have on your team. You're doing a deal. Yeah, pull that. Yeah, if you can yeah. get the guy to do it, do it. Yeah, yeah. Um, outside of the whole Darnoldness of it all, and <laughs> hopefully that leads to absolutely no. Con- Even if they win the game, it better not lead to a controversy. I'm just going to put that out there. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, everything else kind of, this is the only headline I have for this game. It feels like when we get to the San Fran games, there's not much to talk about because it's Christian McCaffrey's number one running back. You're playing. You him. play Kittle or don't you play Kittle? That's the, yeah. that's the big yeah, thing. I mean, even I then, Kittle. you're still playing. If you have Kittle, you're playing Kittle. You're not like, who, what tight end are you going to have that's going to be better? You're, right. Most like, likely you drafted him where, yeah, you're yeah, like, 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 unless maybe you want to Laporta later on, I could see that being the only like real scenario maybe people would be in, in which case, yes, I would play Laporta. Over well, Dan, I'll time. ask you a question on this. We, we talked about the guys will play. Do you knock Ayuk with Sam Darnold as the quarterback? Because we did see some struggles with DJ Moore. Sam Darnold had some good times and some bad times. So I, I knocked him a couple of spots, but I, I think Darnold will be good enough in this offense to get the ball to Ayuk. Uh, I, I just so I I put Ayuk was a top ten receiver. I made him a high end wide receiver too. So like you're still playing him in your lineup. So not enough to where I'm really all that concerned. Frankly, uh, Here, Joe, here's the thing though, Dan. You're dealing with the idea that your starting stud, quote unquote, quarterback is Mr. Irrelevant, whereas the rest of us who are dealing with stupidity at the quarterback position are dealing with a number one draft pick who's probably not losing his freaking position. How much confidence does that give you week to week, knowing that Sam Darnold, who was a number one draft pick, lost two games? He looked great (laughs) otherwise. Shot up two in a row, two in a row. He's about to go three. Good grief. Anyway, you're playing Joe Mixon as an RB2. Get back yes, to reality here. Yes, uh, Jamar Chase is a wide receiver one, obviously. Brandon Ayuk still going to be in your lineup, whether he's a wide receiver one or a high-end wide receiver two. I, I guess the only question mark is T. Higgins, who I'm I'm going to play as a flex and play him as a wide receiver three. You're, if you drafted him, you have to play him. It's been bad. Adam, are you going to look for something else besides T. Higgins, or you just throw him out there and know that he's going to turn it around at some point because he's too talented not to? I mean, it's dependent on my situation. Um, 
The, the leagues that I have T. Higgins in, I still have a winning record. So to be honest with you, yes, I'm going to continue to throw him out there until it works. Like, it hasn't derailed me yet, so I'm sticking with it. <laughs> if I'm like, you know, 0-7 or whatever, then probably a different conversation. But I'm not in that situation. So in the leagues where I have T. Higgins, so what I can speak to is I'm playing him personally. It's fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah, Okay, yeah. I don't want to get too far off this tangent, but you know the T Higgins things kind of brings it to my my perspective, or what your perspectives, I should say. Um, when do we decide what we take for this is what the season is going to be versus what we think guys should be doing? So like a Jalen Waddle or T Higgins, there's a lot of guys who we keep holding on to this idea that they're going to be good, and all the guys are going, you know, you're going to fail back to whatever, you're not going to be that good. They're top ten guys versus top, you know, guys who are in forties. So it's when do we start deciding, you know, where we kind of sway on that? No, it's an excellent question, especially with guys like that who um, have the talent and have the track record, kind of backing them up. We know they could turn around at any given moment. You mentioned Jalen Waddle and T. Higgins. I think is in a similar boat, where a lot of their season can be chalked up to injuries, whether to themselves right. or other players around them. Well, no. uh, so in, in in this case. I'm still going to be waiting on the idea of them. Now, T. Higgins, this is the lowest I've had him ranked all season long. I have him at 32 heading into a game. So I do have him as a flex option, depending on your options. I There are some options out there where I would say I would maybe bench Higgins. Well, even for the trade-wise, you guys talk about the trades and buying and selling. So if I'm, you know, we talked about Adam Thielen's joking before. Would you flip an Adam Thielen for a T. Higgins? Because I know talent-wise, you think T. Higgins is better in Cincinnati offense, but then do you actually pull that trigger based on Adam Thielen's number seven and T. Higgins is like, what, 60 or something right now? Yeah, I absolutely would, but that's also because I'm projecting Adam Thielen to be declining while I have T. Higgins going on. And that's kind of why I'm asking, because this is where a lot of people are going off the names and saying, I'm you're going to go see and that, And that's where I would disagree, because I don't necessarily see Higgins ascending that far to a – and I don't see Thielen – dropping that far where I think we can safely say that this season Thielen is worth the idea of being around that one, two turn. And you don't have to worry about that as much, can I but like, but, but like a guy like Jahan Dotson, who we have seen be healthy pretty much. And, but completely flop all year, we can make a call on that right now. But when a guy's been injured, like you said, like a Waddle, like a, like a Higgins where we, we don't necessarily know yet. That that's the kind of guy I'm willing to give another week or two on. But a guy who's been healthy and doing it all season, I know there's been a coaching change, and I know that the we in theory think the talent shouldn't be there. But Adam Thielen's proven other proven otherwise all season, so I'm mm-hmm. willing to give a guy like that the benefit of the doubt. I know what Joe Burrow is, especially as he gets healthier. Oh, I know what the Cincinnati time. offense can be, especially as they they get into more of their groove. That's so that's what I'm going to bet on now. But, I don't, but Jamar Chase is still there. Uh, oh, this, look, I don't think you would need to trade Adam Thielen to get A.T. Higgins, yeah, no, is my no, point. No, if I'm no, going no. to buy on a T. Higgins, I don't think that's a move you need to make. All right, so that, that's where it's kind of a moot point from that standpoint, in my opinion. Uh, but T. Higgins is somebody who I would like to buy on right now, if you possibly yes, could. Yes, let's yes. let's move into our next